Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Now, if you are in a profession where you have a service, a uh, mechanic or something like that, something you re- probably f- find yourself having conversations with, with friends and family, is a car-related question. Hey, I got a problem with such and such, or I had my check engine light come on. Do you think you could tell me what that is? Something like that. Well, sometimes as we're out and about talking with friends or family, that kind of thing, we get those types of questions. Not about cars, thankfully. That probably wouldn't go so well. But we get health-related questions sometimes. And usually from friends or family, one of the, the questions that comes up is, hey, what's something good for whatever the problem is? Hey, what's something good for sinuses? Hey, what's something good for coughing? Hey, what's something good for pain? We get those questions. Well, that's a very broad question. And it's very hard to answer because there's a lot of possibilities and there's a lot of potential things that could change what we would suggest. So today, I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk a little bit about how to choose a homeopathic medicine. So rather than just asking the, hey, what's something good for, we can be a little bit more specific. And some of these questions that we will go through today are good for a consultation, but if you're just starting out, you can be useful at home, especially if you're just starting out. So first of all, what is the difference between just a standard doctor's visit and going to a homeopathic consultation? Well, first of all, when you go to a standard doctor's visit, they want to treat the symptoms and they will go in and take your vitals and ask about the problem, ask, you know, do any tests that might be needed, and write a prescription and send you on your way, just generically, which is good, and it works. There's nothing wrong with that. The difference between that and a homeopathic consultation, the homeopath is concerned with uprooting the problem and not just treating the symptoms. The symptoms are important, and they lead us toward the root issue. So there's that difference right away. And like I said, a lot of the questions we're going through are for a consultation. Usually you'll hear these types of questions, but especially if you're just starting, this is perfect for starting to try and figure out how to find the right remedy for your situation. So of course, you're going to ask, what is the problem? Because we want to know why you're there. And we want to you to describe the physical symptoms that brought you in. And we're looking for the severity. We're like looking for the description of the symptom. And as we're looking for the description, the more details you can provide, the better. The more details, the better. And you'll see why here in a second. So if we're describing the symptoms, we're looking at this, I like to think of it like a, a journalist. So if you are a reporter, you're going to want to ask the questions for any news report or article that you're writing, 
Who, what, when, where, why, and how? Standard questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how? We're going to use those questions to help us guide us toward picking, selecting the right remedy. So here we go. Who? Who is an important question? Who are we trying to treat here? When someone comes up and says, what's a good homeopathic medicine for? Well, I don't know. Who is it for? Is it for you? Is it for your family? Is it for a friend? Who is it for? And that, and that makes a key difference. We've talked a little bit about how the homeopathic medicines are designed for specific people in mind. For a very, each person has their own remedy for the, maybe even the same type of condition. What might work for me may not work for you, and we may have the same issue because our bodies are just different. You might need the same remedy that I do, but in a different potency. So definitely, who is a key question? Who? You or someone else? The second question is what? What causes the problem? Now, that seems a little bit nebulous, maybe a little bit, uh, what does that really mean? And honestly, some of these questions do overlap, but we're trying to take them and boil them down into sections to make it easier. So what causes the problem? Is this a cause that you know what's causing it, or is this something that's unknown? For example, if you just dropped a brick on your foot, I know why my foot hurts. That's definitely unknown problem. And it might be something unknown. I woke up one day and now I have a headache and I don't know why. So those are two kind of sub questions there. And the, the thing about the what is that a cause, the cause of the issue or a diagnosis is very helpful. It's very useful because if you know exactly what the problem is, what the cause or the diagnosis is, if you've seen a doctor and they've given you a diagnosis, it's very helpful to be able to go after that very specific thing. But a cause or a diagnosis is not always necessary. You don't have to have a diagnosis to be able to go after the issue. I just need symptoms. What are the symptoms that you're dealing with? And you just go after the symptoms. Honestly, there have been times where we have had issues come up and we don't always necessarily know what the cause is or what, what the actual diagnosis officially might be. We just know that we have this symptom and that symptom, and that's what we take care of. Sometimes we do know, and again, it's very helpful, especially when you're researching it, but you don't always have to know. But you have to be asking at least, what is the cause of the problem? Is it something that's known or unknown? Next question, when? We have who, what, when? When does this happen? Is this something that is constantly happening? You're always dealing with this. It's just, it's always, it's, it's there. Or is there a specific time that this happens, that you're dealing with this thing? Is it a specific time of day? For example, is it day? Is it night? Afternoon? Morning? Evening? Is it a very specific time, such as two in the morning, I get woken up? Is it something that specific? Because that can be also helpful in putting this picture together. Is it something, again, when? Is it seasonal? Seasonal allergies is a great example. Is it something that just comes with the, the time of the year? Is it a weather change? 
this is a huge one. We've noticed that going from high pressure to low pressure, from warm to cool, cold to hot, back and forth, from dry to wet, as the pressure changes, high pressure, low pressure, all those weather changes affect certain things. And we've noticed that we'll start to feel a certain way. And I don't know why we're feeling this way. Oh, well, the weather's changing. That makes sense. Okay, now that guides us in a direction just based upon the weather change. So the time, when does it happen is another important thing. Another obvious one is we've gone through who, what, when, where. Where is the affected area? Is it your head? Is it your arm? Is it your foot? Is it your sinuses? What What is it that is her? Because obviously you have to know that. You can't try to come after, go after something if you don't know where the affected area is. So of course, that's, that's one that's important. Another question to help peel back some of these things is where are you? What is your location when you have these symptoms? For example, are you inside? Are you outside? Are you in the bedroom? Are you in the kitchen? Are you in the living room? Are you upstairs? Are you downstairs? Are you inside? Are you outside? Is it in the car? Because it, sometimes it doesn't matter. Sure. But there are times when, oh, I just, I wake up and I just, I feel terrible when I first get up. And when I go out in the hall, I feel better. Well, maybe your bedroom is very stuffy and that's causing you to have certain sinus related issues. Or I just have this massive headache whenever I go downstairs. Well, that could play into the cause, the actual thing. So like I said, some of these do overlap, but it helps asking that where are you? The physical location helps peel back some of those layers. So we've been through who, what, when, where, and the next one, why. Now, why do you have this issue? I don't know. It just happens. That's just life, right? Well, yes and no. And, and the why, honestly, is something that is more of a consultation type of a question. If you're doing this for your family, you are already going to know probably the why. And what we're looking for in the why is the background information. What is your family history? What is your specific history? Is this something that is a chronic issue? Something that's just been, you've been dealing with for years? Or is this something that is an acute issue? It's, it's either something that just popped up. I just dropped a brick on my foot. Okay, that is an acute. Or something that, like, like the, the weather changes. Yes, it's an acute, but it has a definite start and a definite end. So that's more of an acute. Is this chronic? I just don't know when it started. So those are the why types of questions we want to ask. What, what's your family history? And again, if you're doing this for your family, you already know your your family's history. But in a consultation, we don't always know those things. So that's where the why is important in a consultation. Who, what, when, where, why, and finally, how. How do the symptoms present? In other words, how does it feel? So for example, if you're looking at a headache, how does it feel? Is it pounding? Is it sharp? Is it dull? Is it splitting? Does it feel like there's a nail in your head? 
And the last one it sounds kind of funny, maybe, but when you're doing the research and you're actually looking through the books to, to try to find something, it will give you descriptions that are that specific, a nail in the head, which tells me that that specific type of headache is described that way often. That as over the years, as people have described how they're feeling and they use that exact description and it gets put in the book, that's significant because that is a very descriptive thing and people have said it. So how does it feel? Try and describe that. The second thing, and this is the, to the how, is probably one of the most difficult and, and can be one of the most complex issues, but it can also open up everything and, and help things make so much more sense. It can also help you determine something before you need to actually go and, and get the remedy itself. And that is, how does it make you feel? And what we're talking about is something that's an emotional, behavioral, or an attitude kind of thing. So emotional, behavioral attitude. If somebody begins to act out more over, over time, as experience has taught you, you might recognize that when that person starts to act that way, then they might be dealing with this other physical issue that I need to take care of. And you can kind of head it off before it becomes a big issue. And this is huge because there are times where there is an emotional type of a, a situation, an attitude or a behavior that is affecting your physical health. For example, anxiety. If you deal with anxiety, you may have, let's say, high blood pressure. Well, the high blood pressure can be treated as high blood pressure, certainly, but what's causing it, it's the anxiety. And there are homeopathic medicines that can deal with anxiety. I'm not going to get into all of that. That's a definitely a consultation type of a thing. If you're dealing with anxiety, you're probably going to need a consultation. It's not something that I can deal with just on a short podcast. So all of these questions, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, and the how will help lead you to try and discover how to choose a homeopathic medicine. Now, there is more that can be said about this. And I honestly, we need to talk about this more. So I expect that we will continue this in the future. We will continue this probably next time. So look for a part two to this, and we will look at why is this important. We will also want to look at how to search for some of these remedies. So, of course, if you have any questions, you can connect with us on the Revitalizing You Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Reinspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, 
We here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.